What are you supposed to be? I'm a ghost. I'm a haunted mansion. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Well, tomorrow is Halloween. I'm just trying to get in the spirit. You know, I mean, this is going to come out probably after that because I'm lazy. But <laughs> It'll be our Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they call it the holiday season, Josh. Yeah, the holiday season. I'd say it starts at uh, Labor Day. <laughs> Nobody thinks that. <laughs> You're probably still wearing white. You embarrass me. Welcome back to Cash Crab Cinema. Hello, everybody. How you doing? I just said you embarrassed me, and like you just kept going with it. Sorry. That's Josh. I'm Rachel. Welcome back. You're hit, getting another redub episode. Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Are you, do you have your red room prepared? I've got I, mom jeans for days, so if anyone needs to borrow them, let me know. I'd say it's easily one of our most titillating episodes. That is not true. No, no, it's not. It's really... Um, yeah, it's really sort of bland and vanilla. No, I didn't say that either. <laughs> One of the best. I Stop don't know. talking. <laughs> if you follow us on Twitter and Instagram, you probably saw our last giveaway, which was successful. If you want to be... A we part- successfully gave things away. Exactly. It happened. I mean, it could have been that everybody looked at it and they were like, why would I want that? And the question is, <laughs> why would you? The question, the answer is, you don't. <laughs> but no, you the, got it. <laughs> no, the question is, why would you? Because one of the things was a Twilight ornament. But this person said, and I quote, I just love to collect ornaments. <laughs> well, like, that was perfect. Great, great. Perfect. She won. Wow. Swish. So if you want to be a part of the next giveaway, then you have to follow us on our social medias. Yeah, we're posting all the dank memes, y'all. I promise that <laughs> that is not true. That he has nothing to do with it. I hear it's off the chain. I gotta go. I'm, <laughs> I, think I'm, I think I'm mixing my decades a little bit. You're mixing a lot of stuff. I'm so 2000 and late. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, enjoy this redubbed episode. We'll be coming back with a new one soon. I don't know when or what soon can be quantified as, you know, <laughs> but it'll be on, there. On Xanthar, soon can mean uh, 500 years. Can it mean that? <laughs> <laughs> Master, where have I been? Oh, poor Josh. <laughs> back to cash grab cinema where have we been fuck you that's where we've been <laughs> jesus rachel <laughs> yeah a little bit going a little hard bit aggro good i hope they feel it except for omar on twitter we love you bro <laughs> i'm what? just i'm <laughs> see you're gonna have to work around that fumbleina <laughs> <laughs> who are you <laughs> He doesn't know. Okay. He doesn't know. So last time we reviewed Twilight, and there was some discussion at the table of whether to do all the Twilights. I'm sorry. We should go back really quickly and introduce ourselves, because we got to introduce Trey. No, I was going to. Oh, shit. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Stop sorry. mansplaining it to me. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Spread all out over there. Can I have any room? I need to have ultimate control. <laughs> 
we reviewed Twilight last time, and there was some discussion about reviewing all of them, some sort of series of reviews, if you will. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that to ourselves. We're not going to do that to you. You know what? Here, I'm going to do it real fast. The rest of the movies. Watch the first one. It's the same. Jacob falls in love with the baby. Gross. It's over. <laughs> movie's done. Crushed it. So instead, we are going to do the Twilight fanfic phenomenon, Fifty Shades. Coming back with us to on this odyssey is, of course, our very special guest down the street. That one guy who says we suck without Trey. Don't worry. Trey's back. Trey! All right. <laughs> Welcome back. Wow. What an intro. Thank you both so much for having me back. Well, I mean... That one guy is really adamant that we're terrible without you. So. I feel I agree with him. Really, weirdly uh, honored. I have a fan. Yeah, that's that's kind of cool. Um, just you know, you don't have a kid, so you probably don't watch Teen Titans Go. Good for you. No, it's a bastardization of the original Teen Titans, which I loved. Well, they often talk about that in Teen Titans Go, so uh, they've got self awareness. About having... About how they suck oh. to the last one. Wow. But in that, they're I don't like... want to pile on, but... Uh... <laughs> well, there's this one episode where they find their one fan, and it gives them all the power. Oh. So, Trey, how would, do you feel like the power? Certainly. Yeah. I feel like I have all the power in the relationship, and that uh, <laughs> that's okay. Well, I mean, that swoops in nicely with Fifty Shades. Yeah. You're you're Christian Grey. And that one guy, you're Anastasia. <laughs> wow. I'm always joined by the ever competent you know what? No. Josh is here. I'm also here. <laughs> I'm Josh. Hi. Yes. Mm. You really are the and the rest of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> So we were we were able to bring Trey back because we've sequestered the cat, and he is not happy. So you know, to, just to be clear, the cat's not happy. I'm ecstatic. <laughs> and Trey's great. The cat, on the other hand, is very sad. But you know what? He'll get over it. Yeah, burrito suffering a nervous breakdown because of this podcast. So I hope you enjoy it. There's a cat being tortured, sort of. Well, that's your fault. You should have put cat to channel cat videos on YouTube oh, on the TV. There's still time. I can go. <laughs> Josh, come back. Sit down. <laughs> now, we're not going to start in the logical order because there's no way we're going to review all three Fifty Shades. Let's just skip to the end. Fifty Shade Freed. Yes. 2018, seventh highest growing, grossing movie so far. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. $368.3 million. It really gives you an idea of the where we are culturally as, as a people, you know? We're only six months in. You know? Give it time. It could get a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Smurfs 8. How many of those have they made? Two or three. A sequel to Dinner for Schmucks. Amy Schumer's got something else coming out that seems, uh, I'm going to charitably say subpar. Disappoint, Amy Schumer, stop disappointing us. Yeah, you're so funny, and the movies you put out are so bad. <laughs> they are. Yeah, Trainwreck. Oh. What was going on with Trainwreck? I don't know, but there was a dance montage at the end. They built it as a comedy, but it was just sad. Mm. Is it 
um, critique proof since they named it what it was? Oh, like is it too on the nose? Is it self-aware? <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. Meta. Mm. Mm. She's a genius. All right, I've completely flipped. There it is. <laughs> Wash my hands of that. <laughs> so Twilight and Fifty Shades—they go together because the lady who wrote the book, E.L. James, thinking she's freaking the Harry J.K. Rowling. Like you're not J.K. Rowling. Just you're put not. your real name on there. Calm yeah. it down. You use the word <laughs> "damp" to describe a vagina. Gross. <laughs> She's not even, well, I, I can't say, because I haven't read any of the Fifty Shades books, but, um, yeah, or any of the Twilight books, but it doesn't seem like she's even at a Stephanie Meyer's level of writing. No. No. Hmm. No. I actually um, flipped through when the first Fifty Shades of Grey, mm-hmm. just to land on that page to see what the hype was about. It's a lot. There was a lot of hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just wanted to see, you know, I just wanted to get a random sample. Uh, the sample that I got was real bad. Real bad? Uh. Yeah. Well, like, and I'm not saying that something that starts as a fan fiction can't become a competent novel. This did not make that transition. Mm-mm. No. However, it tapped into something. Something in America was just like, yeah. yes, I want this weird interpretation of what BDSM is. And uh, it, it took off. It became its own phenomenon. You think that something so... It outsold Harry Potter. You know, just let that sadness that, sink in. That hurts my, 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 my cold, dead soul. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, what do you want? A magical land that'll transport you to where wonder and whimsy lives? Or damp vaginas. <laughs> and America raised their hand and said, damp vaginas, please. <laughs> well, it, it's, in a way, I kind of think that it's sort of uplifting because you have this this really uh, niche community, you could say, mm-hmm. that, I and again, I don't know how accurately they were represented or, or whatever, but you had regular, ordinary run-of-the-mill housewives mm-hmm. that were eating this shit up. They would loved it. And it's, like, you know, other women and you know, family members in my life that I know that were into this, that mm-hmm. were into Fifty Shades of Grey, which is, it's, it was disturbing. And... <laughs> well, that's just because you're related to them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm uh, before we really get into this, I'm going to throw out a term. Uh, vanilla. So in the BDSM community, vanilla uh, is defined by a distinct lack of kink. So mm. if this was uh, to do an analogy, um, vanilla or um, BDSM is to wizard like vanilla is to muggle. Okay? Mm, gotcha. so, so all of us are, I would say... Uh, vanilla in, in, in this room. Can we... Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, that... Do you know what well, I... Until thir- you start biting your lip. And then... <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I can't control myself. I'm sorry. You know, I, I aim for perfect control. Can't do it. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm fine with admitting that yeah. those McDonald's ice cream cones are the shit. Sure are. Vanilla as hell. <laughs> and real tasty, all yeah. the same. Mm. Wait, I'm biting my lips too much. 
Sorry. Mother of God. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're three vanilla podcasters coming at this from a... a an outsider's perspective? Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so just consider that as we really tear into this for the piece of trash that it is. <laughs> <laughs> Was Trey, that was that fair? Was that Trey, was that a nice disclaimer? Is, Trey, is that Trey loved it? You're being very kind. I am. Yeah. Because well, I've watched all three of these. Yeah, you watched all three. I have watched. I've not read the books. Mm-hmm. I read a couple of like little critiques of the books. I've not watched any of the trailers. I've not watched any of the movies. Went straight in, Fifty Shades free, and all I can say is like, what the fuck is up with those straight bangs? Why didn't anyone tell her you look stupid? <laughs> like, so I before the podcast started, I showed you a picture of what her bangs looked like in the first mm-hmm. movie. I maintain that it's an improvement. I think in the first movie, her bangs looked like they were cut with a pair of child safety scissors. <laughs> right, she had the like uh, frame your face bangs. <laughs> they were real and even, but they were supposed to add to her. Her character as um, someone who's who's very plain. In fact, someone who I talked to this, um, who I talked about this movie with, described her like they they call that character pants mm-hmm. because she's supposed to be so bland that you can just that anybody can like put her on and put themselves in her place. Right. Okay. Which, I mean, from the picture <laughs> you showed me of the her in the first movie, the word that came straight to my mind was bouncy. Yes. That is very much intentional because uh, since this is uh, so he he awakens her straight bangness. <laughs> well, she's a she's an ancestor or I guess descendant of Bella from Twilight, right? Right, and, and, right. And Bella is supposed to be the ultimate um, mouse. That's she, true. She is the mini mouse, and then she is <laughs> forever transformed into a vampire. So her straight bangs, that's her bloodlust. I see what you're saying. Back up for a second. Yeah. She's supposed to be the descendant of Bella? No, she is. Spiritually yeah. speaking. Oh, yeah. the, the torch was passed. Yeah, yeah. she's oh, the Bella. He's the Edward. I see. Right. Well, I I went into this. I, I Well, I love a good origin story. So I did want to watch the first one. And I got through a, a good hour of it. Right. How long is it? It's over two hours. It's oh. just over two hours with credits, I think. So, but I got about halfway through and I just couldn't do it anymore. But, um, <laughs> so I just started saying, red, red. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Yeah, we can we just like real quick, let's throw out some safety words for this podcast. Sure. Because I feel like I'm going to need some safety. <laughs> okay. So in this, in this movie, which is also True, I, I found the BDSM uh, culture, they don't use safe words, they use colors. Mm-hmm. So yellow means that you're approaching your limit, but you're not quite there yet. And red means, stop, I'm there. Right, okay. And in this movie, spoiler alert, she uses red for the first time <gasps> in all three movies. And it was so weak. Just yeah. like, really? Yeah, for was... that? Actually, in the context of what happened, it really kind of upset me. Um, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot to unpack. So, should we set up at all the premise of these characters no, with, no. without going Fuck through? It. <laughs> uh-uh. 
Just jumping straight into it. I mean, people know it. Okay. It's a phenomenon. Yeah. I'll provide context if I feel like it. You know, for rich people, <laughs> her wedding dress was made of some super cheap lace. Yeah. Like, I know that's nitpicky on my part, but isn't he supposed to be like a billionaire? I'm just assuming because mm-hmm. he carried her over the threshold of their airplane house. He so. blew all the money on the flower wall for their wedding. <laughs> I love that one guy who's just like, so when do we when do we clap? The, now? Ah, we're clapping now at the wedding. Not a lot of people know that's the best man's job. He's he's there to get people into it. Kind of a hype man. Oh. Just like, oh, and now we clap. Yay. We had an event we went to recently. Me and Josh were clapping was expected. But nobody knew quite when to clap. But don't worry. Josh led the charge. <laughs> All right, clap, Josh. Of clapping alone. And he just looks at me like, <laughs> Somebody's got to be the first. Was it like the slow clap? <laughs> oh, like, no. It was really no, ironic. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, no. They were was, not. They it were was a in... piano recital, so I was taunting kids. It was like, <gasps> way to go. <laughs> so good i can tell you practiced a lot no the 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 teacher set up this precedent where she like had them had us clap when they went up and then when they came down Hmm. so you have to do it for every kid at that point right well don't worry josh made sure every kid got their clap that's amazing (laughs) because there are diminishing returns for every performance but you stuck it in there and I, i i really you know you showed up for those kids, Josh. Because we were done after kid two. It was like, and it was ours and done. But not Josh. No. Not Josh. He was given each clap, the same clap he gave his own kids. Like, yeah, you get up there. Starting <laughs> start to stopwatch, timing it out, making sure. I don't, it's equal time. We're not cheating these kids today. We're giving them an even playing field of love. They're not getting trophies. God damn it. They can get some claps. <laughs> I read recently, it's not parents who decided that all kids needed a trophy. It's some genius at a trophy-making company being like, well, you know, you don't want to leave these kids out. You need these trophies for everyone. That'll be $55 each. But, I mean, if you don't do it, they'll cry. (laughs) Sold. Can I start off this movie by admitting something to both of you? Yes. Go for it, Trey. Okay. There's... The first part of this movie, like this one single moment where they're reciting their vows to each other, mm-hmm. it seems like they're the only two people in like a sort of vast amount of space. That's like you don't see I thought they were going to pan else. out and yeah. show no one. I thought that it was like a dream sequence or something like right. that. But it was just the two of them reciting their vows and there was just that moment between the two of them where it was like, nobody else existed. Like, this is really about us. Right. And that, to me, I actually kind of liked as someone who has not been married but sees that sort of commitment as this is in front of our, all our friends and family, but this is really about the two of us. I thought right. the directing on that was That was good. Particularly good. It was good. intimate, as it should yeah. be. And then the best man started awkwardly clapping. I was like, oh, this is the actual movie. Okay. No, no, no. All, all of that's done. <laughs> he ruined that intimate moment you had. This is beautiful. Can we get crab cakes? <laughs> so, Trey, you're admitting that you're a romantic. Um, I aspire to be one. I am currently not. <laughs> also... Uh, 
if this stellar movie, which is a perfect um, encapsulation of what a, a relationship should be, oh, is yeah. any indication. <laughs> Roll with that, definitely. I, Your future spouse is going to love this. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Um, I just, I don't have that kind of um, commitment or like, I, and I also don't have a leather budget, so I just, <laughs> how, how am Who I going to make it work? <laughs> have you looked in the pleather? Much more affordable. You know, I'm here for you. Thank you. No problem. Um, After the wedding, (laughs) I just want to point out no one has this much energy for their endless honeymoon. Like, they get on an airplane. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're just skipping over something very important. Not only do they get on an airplane, my man Gray carries her across the threshold of a jet. Well, that's where they live now, (laughs) Dodoy. <laughs> so they're on their jet, clinking glasses, hee hee hee. Drinking that champagne. Get to Paris. They've changed clothes three times now. And then they run up the stairs giggling. I'm just like, no. No yeah. one's like this. They'd be napping. They're so excited. But you have to remember Anastasia's like 22, sure 23 at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of energy. Supposedly. Supposedly. And Christian Grey is like a spry 27. Yeah, 35, mm. 27. <laughs> Pretty interchangeable. You think his money would keep him young for longer. And yet. <laughs> he seemed to have yet. aged prematurely. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he's been through a lot. It's those years in the, yeah, probably like bounced around. Right. Foster homes and stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, thank goodness they have this not really private at all beach to lounge on. <laughs> in, where did we determine, was it, is it somewhere in the Mediterranean? It looks very Mediterranean to me, especially okay. with like the old walls and such mm-hmm. it's like they got a lot of exterior shots though because that scene that goes on at the beach resort or whatever yes mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't seem like it's a beach it just seems like they're at a pool and they shot it weird well there's sand yeah like they tried to make it a beach but they didn't show the ocean oh yeah there was no reverse yeah. right there's no there reverse, no reverse shot, shot. <laughs> for a movie that splashed as much cash as this one did you could afford some freaking beach scene yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, you know, they cut around it. They're in water at some point, so you're like, okay, there's water there somewhere. They're in it, and then they're not. Right? <laughs> I don't know. That montage went by kind of quickly. It was they went so to a fast. bunch of different countries, yeah, they did. and I was like, And I then Chris, <laughs> Christian starts pouting about Anastasia's boobs. I am seeing a lot of boobs on this beach. Let's calm it down. Let's, yeah. let's get on the jet ski and get out of here. <laughs> And then they go to the boat, but they circle the boat like three times. Like, yep, see this? See this yacht money I got? Yeah, baby. (laughs) They're actually using that for B-roll in an infomercial about a get-rich-quick scheme. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, would you like to have a fancy jet ski and big yachts? Be like me, Dr. Money. (laughs) So was that... Is the Jeski part before they, before they have the conversation about her scantily cladness? It's right after. It's right after That's the escape from that scene. Because he's shamed her for being dressed as scantily as everyone else. Oh, right. Okay. Because that's important because he's like, I'm going to go swim. And then when he comes back, she's removed her top and she's like sunbathing topless. Like Mm -hmm. pretty much all the other women on that beach or at least, yeah. Several women I saw their boobies. And he like throws a towel on her. It's like, cover yourself. 
Wench. This you, this might end up on a tabloid somewhere because I am famous sometimes from the plot demand. But... <laughs> but at other times, I'm just regular rich businessman. You've seen it. Every once in a while, I'm in the society pages. So when they actually get to the yacht part is when she gets punished for being defiant. Insubordination. So yes. she's got a red room in the yacht, you think? I mean, that surely. Was, this was before they got to the red room. This was when... Um, oh, when she he... was being. This was before the blindfold. Uh, yeah, he was taking off her bathing suit cover. Yeah, it was basically like the room when he said, "Arms up, <laughs> <laughs> take it off." We're like, "Ooh, real sexy, Christian." And we have our first sex scene of the movie. I'd stop counting after five. Yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah just let's just let's just go over some of this sexy dialogue. Yeah, uh, this is you here. Do you love me? You know I do. <laughs> <laughs> then why do you defy me? Because I can. <laughs> like, what about <laughs> that is sexy? Yeah, Jamie Dornan, the guy who plays the male lead, is Scottish, I think. And his. I think they just said fuck it to a dialect coach, and he's just doing a real generic and, and really badly. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like they were they assigned him a dialect coach and then realized like oh well you know what you, or he probably s- sought one out before mm-hmm. the movie and then he received the bill for how much it was and he's like oh fuck that I got it yeah no nope. <laughs> he did not no, he did no, not no. have it did not so this is where we're introduced to to the fact that her safe word is red and that comes up later on in the movie now it was established before all this right and was the, it. Yeah, I think it, I thought that it was in the first one when he was sort of like laying down the ground rules for oh, yeah. how everything. Back in the other movies. Right, yeah. <clears throat> oh, right. That was, in the, that was in the original contract. See, we're, we're bringing outside knowledge. Uh, oh, I don't have any of this knowledge. <laughs> Several times I'm like, who's that guy? <laughs> what? Like after the beach scene, we cut to danger movie, espionage, duh, duh, duh. Tell, like, who the hell is this dude? Why doesn't anyone see him? It's so obvious. But this but this first sex scene is important because it establishes that in the context of their relationship, punishment is supposed to be a, a fun thing. So, like, she'll act out intentionally so that she can be punished because that's sort of the, the idea is that this is the be- behavior that she wants to engage in. So you mean, like, secretary? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That I wonder how... Much more honest um, depiction of a BDSM relationship. As far as I know, I'm still like, I'm very much a, a, a novice to all this. Well, I know for a fact the best time to have the conversation with your spouse that you are already legally bound oh, to, Lord. to have the talk about whether you want kids or not, is after the wedding. Yeah. 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 How did that even come up? She was making him dinner. Oh, she made a joke about being, being bare- barefoot and pregnant. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, Ugh. Ugh. She was like, Ew, oh, gross. Out of your vag hole? <laughs> it's so damp in there. <laughs> I could have one word to describe Dakota Johnson. It's damp. Damp. But she, like, sits him down seriously. He was like, Christian, do you want children? At which point I dropped my notepad. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me you're just not because the, 
I feel like in all the movies, because I've, I've watched all three, I have to repeat this because I really want to show my work. I think that they filmed or they put on screen every conversation that they had. <laughs> and they have had a total of, I'll say, 12 and a half conversations before. Well, if Disney, it's movies, a full have document. Taught, if Disney yeah. movies have taught me anything... Talking is not the way to love. It's <laughs> seeing someone across the room. Oh my God, Josh, is that you? I'm so in love. Wait, well, no, we, we all talk- know with Christian. You know Gray. what? We've been together too long. That's not convincing. Oh my God, Trey. Yeah. I'm so in love with you. I see yeah. you across the room. Yeah. This is it. Mm, finally. <laughs> I feel that in all of my parts. <laughs> and then he says, especially the damn places. <laughs> <laughs> and then to the baby talk, he says, "I don't want to share you." What kind of giant man baby did she marry? <laughs> I can't. Oh, think about when you're changing diapers. I won't be able to punish you. <laughs> Our damp places are gonna get lonely. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in some of my outside research into this. Okay. So, uh, this whole, like, why do you define me thing that's happening, mm-hmm. there's a, a way for, like, subs and dom relationships in which a, a sub, someone who is receiving the sensations or pleasure or punishment, mm-hmm. they can act in a way that is defiant, and it's called being bratty, but that's that something translates. that the dom has to agree to. It's like a contract that they have, and it's like, I'm going to sometimes bucket the things that you tell me to do, and that's just going to be part of our relationship. Right. And that's either going to work or it isn't, but the dominant person has to go along with that, or else it's just going to make them angry. And it kind of makes him angry. Yeah, I mean, that translates. <laughs> it, it makes him real angry. It does, but like, even in their most... At the beach, she said, can you put this sunscreen on my back? You would have thought she asked, can you go back to the hotel room where I left my sunscreen, get it, bring it back here, and then, like, warm it in your hands 20, 30 seconds, then put it on my back. Because his reaction was like, well, I fucking guess. Damn, give me the tube, bitch. (laughs) And then he puts it on her back. She's like, there, you're done. I'm going to go swim Get this hatred out of my heart for you, damn sunscreen. He probably just wants to wash the sunscreen off his hands because that shit's gross. Yeah. I do have to put sunscreen on my child and Josh because he's like, oh, feels. I'll gross. complain the whole time. Well, oh. just give me the melanoma. <laughs> well, maybe he was embarrassed because she was embarrassing him in front of his bros, and by bros I mean bodyguards who were security staff. To be there. <laughs> yes. Because he's being stalked by Anastasia's old boss. Who is that, Jack? I don't remember his name. I'm not 100% what that guy is to I her. I called him he... meth face just because. <laughs> he does have a... Hmm. He's got a certain West Virginia look to his face, yes. Wow. You said that. I didn't say that. <laughs> yep. You sure did. I absolved myself. <laughs> no, I mean, come on. West Virginia is great. Come for the view. Stay because you sold your car for meth. Nah, it's cool, West Virginia. He's cool. He's fine with it. Uh, You're all right. You're all right, West Virginia. Don't you worry about it. 
You've got a what a John Denver song, right? You got it. NASCAR. Whatever. I don't know what they're into in West Virginia. But don't they have to cut their uh, honeymoon short because of the the danger? Oh, because he broke into the server room, set a fire, and stole personal documents. Yeah. So they have Um, to come back and... Like, figure out who he is. Do some stuff. I mean, isn't that what he pays these people to do? Like, you got it. Here's some more money. Well, the woman that he's talking to over Skype Mm -hmm. is... Like one of the executive partners at his business, but mm-hmm. he's kind of treating her like. I thought she was a secretary. Yeah, she isn't. <laughs> huh. Real, that's how he's kind of treating her. Real dick. And so they they show the the video of what they captured, and Anastasia's able to pick him out. She's like, "Yeah, that's Jack. That's Jack, the person whose job I took." Right. At 22, I definitely deserve to be a head editor of fiction, and not because my husband's a billionaire or millionaire or whatever he is oh he's a billionaire also he when she started working there he bought the company oh yeah i mean there's no favoritism <laughs> no. You, you know don't even you know don't even worry about it What's she weird earned they have, that job they have a they have a conversation where they talk about that and he's like you didn't get this job because i own the company you got this job because you worked hard and you're real smart and stuff mm-hmm and, he, and even though that black girl that was there before you, uh, and who is now your woman, secretary yeah. for some reason, <laughs> and she's totally fine with it. Yeah, she's all good. Yeah, she's she's totally not. You know, you've been there for a month, and you got promoted to way above her, and then you took off because you got married for like however long. However that was. long that was, but that's fine. She that's got all fine. She got paid off. She got paid off. Oh, okay. She she got she got demoted as far as a title, but she gets like four hundred thousand dollars a year now. Oh. I mean, she seems to be one of the only people who's excited to ever see Anastasia. So she's like, hey, my money's back. Well, she's, she's not excited to be see Anastasia. She's excited to see that bodyguard. Oh, yeah. Oh. There's, there's who's some, not? There's some doomy eyes going there. What does she say? I'm sorry. Oh. Let's just be clear. This assistant is gorgeous. Yes. Right? She's so she's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. And yet they still gave her this, like, nasty girl line to say, if this was reality, he would be chasing her. Was it, didn't Anastasia say something like, um, can you find a hole to stick him in? And she says, I've got a hole. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Does he look over and is like, oh, that, that makes he's, me a little bit uncomfortable. I'm on the job. He's definitely close enough to have heard it and reported her to HR. Because sexual harassment is not funny. Agreed. Yeah. You shouldn't have to put up with it. No. No matter what hole she's talking about. Real, like, the whole, okay, I have a real problem with how all of the scenes, how all the scenes played out generally, but in the office when, when Anastasia comes back to work, Mm -hmm. her boss lady or, or sorry not boss lady but that that lady the red-headed that, woman yeah the red-headed woman that comes in so she was her boss and then after she got promoted i guess she's over her as well right anyway she they're come, not clear she comes no. in it's like for for all of those scenes all of the actors read their lines as if they're really confused about like there's no comprehension of what that scene is <laughs> or what's supposed to happen not that much does happen or much is said but the delivery just makes it sound so confused and, and really sort of desperate. It, it did sound a little bit like she wandered over here like, what, read this? 
How much you pay and, that? Wow. Anastasia, okay. wow. Oh, hell this yeah. promotion is... You earned it. Huh. All right. Mm. It's very strange. Anyways, where do I get my check? You've been here for a few weeks, but you are totally equipped to handle this. Yeah, you totally deserve this promotion and office remodel. I'm. Is that a thing? When you get promoted, they remodel your office? I, I don't, don't know. Think, Do I they refurnish it without your permission and just like, be like, this is this is what you want now. Right? You've been upgraded. You're welcome. I don't think that's how it works. I mean, it was beautiful. I'm dude, not, I'm not going to lie. Well, and if then, that ever happens to me, I'm going to get one of those um, uh, chairs like the dude had in Grandma's Boy. The guy who was like, uh, like he was a character in The Matrix. Oh, you would understand this if you had robot ears. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. I want that crazy chair. That's a cool chair. Or an Al Gore chair, which is very similar. And, but then Christian Grey buys her a house. Yes. How sweet, a tutor. Mm. Beautiful it's tutor. A lovely estate. Mm. It is massive. But right before that, it was really weird. Maybe I had a stroke. <laughs> but I think we got transported into a super long Audi commercial. Oh, was that what that was? <laughs> I didn't notice. I was just so swept up in the luxury and style and movement of that beautiful car. I know, four circles. The way it just sort of cut through the air. Yeah. Mm. And they look so confident driving it. They did. It was such... See how smooth it runs? Mm. I bet the suspension is choice. And control freak Kristen Gray let Astasia drive. Yeah, and that right there. I mean, I knew she was amazing, Pulling off those straight bangs like she didn't care what other people thought about her, which I applaud. But then... Do you... <laughs> totally. Okay. Um, <clears throat> sorry. When I lie, my throat gets tight. Mm. Um, and then, you know, she becomes Danica Patrick behind the wheel. She is a race car driver. Yeah. Everybody knew that about her. Oh, but we totally forgot about... Oh, no, yeah. No, Dan... it's, it's, it's coming. <laughs> We totally forgot about the architect. Yeah, so once they finally pull up to the this palatial estate, mm-hmm. it is absolutely gorgeous. I'll, I'll fully admit that. I'm yes, not into architecture, it but it is yeah, yeah. beautiful. Love yeah. It. I mean, if somebody gave me that house, I'd be like, mm-hmm. thank you. Yes, I will take that. So, yes, Christian bought this house without her consultation, but, you know. I mean, fuck it. Yeah, it's a great yeah, house. Yeah. Whatever. And he was like, you know, I'm, I, I didn't consult you, but I don't really, I haven't done that before, so why start now? Yeah. <laughs> right. Why mess with success, baby? <laughs> Anyways, slap your asses. Get on in here. And they walk in and we meet the uh, architect, Gia? Is that her name? Mm, I didn't write it down. Maybe like... I think it's Gia. You know, sassy face. So, Gia is a... Uh, he introduces her as an architect, and I was like, but the house is already built. Right. What is, what are you, why are you here? She looks like a pharmaceutical sales rep. Yeah. <laughs> to me. I don't, she, I don't know why yes. that, that came to mind. I was like, no, you, that, don't, you don't design she houses. Pushed, that definitely scans. That's perfect. <laughs> For Oxycontin. Yeah. But I think it's, I think it's the performance, too, and just how it, there's nothing... It, it's not confident so much as it is very pushy, as in, like, yes. you want a modern home with self-cleaning glass, whatever that means, and that's, an infinity also, pool. That's not a thing. <laughs> I don't think so. No. I don't think so. You can't just put self-cleaning in front of anything. It doesn't scan. And so uh, Gia is 
being very like she's taking any uh, opportunity she can to like touch Christian Gray's arm and be like, and this is kind of what you like. Isn't this up to your style? Isn't this the standard that you want? This is what you want to project to the world. And right, yeah. He's like, I mean, so I guess or so. whatever. And she's she's there to be a straw man, right? And it was honestly, it just felt like fifteen minutes worth of time filler because. You leave this character as she's leaving to go redo the plans after Anastasia tells her, like, back up off my man, bitch. (laughs) Ride on these fools. (laughs) And she leaves to redo the plans. You never see her again. Ever. Uh, you do. Well, then I was asleep at some point. (laughs) Which is fair, because this movie seems like... Yeah. I can't tell... If we, this scene has already happened before. It's all very samey. Yeah. So this is one of those, I wrote this down because I don't think that the movie trusts an audience to really invest in like a true sub-dom relationship. So the fact that Anastasia has no actual power in her dynamic with Christian isn't very well portrayed, but there's like some sort of that she she agrees to that in some way, mm-hmm. but for the audience to still be on her side, she has to assert dominance somewhere. So she comes and lays a smackdown on this woman, and she's like, "You may call me Mrs. Gray, and this is how we're doing this, and this is my house. So this is what we're going man. to do." Yeah. So she can't do that with her husband, but she's going to do it here, and so you can still. I feel like it's a way for her to sort of balance things out. Right. I can see that. But then in another way, I'm just like, do we really have to go with this straw man, this trope? I feel like it's more of a trope. Do we have to go with this trope mm-hmm. of, well, my husband's a dick to me, and like, but I love him for some reason. So I know this strange lady I've never met before who shows any affection towards my man, I will fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. I hate you. I'm just like, you don't even know her. Like, just like, oh, you're fired. How easy would that be? Why do you have to go ham on her? But whatever. But after her Danica Patrick Audi escape from Jack yeah. like a real her down. Ryan Gosling from The Drive. Very true. No, wait, sorry. <laughs> like a real <laughs> Ryan Gosling from Drive. There no, you no, go. No, what no. the I fuck like, is The Drive? I like The Drive. Yeah. Miss Daisy's back there. <laughs> Yeah. He's driving her. Oh, that's a crossover film right there. That's Isn't a parody it? film. Yeah. Uh, I always call him Ryan Phillippe. You do. And I do not care to know the difference, and that's fine with me. <laughs> but then they have then they have super sexy car sex. Mm. Mm, romance. I made the connection when I saw this scene that it seemed like a sort of something out of nine and a half weeks. And yeah. you had mentioned that in the second film, it's revealed that the lady who got Christian into this world mm-hmm. was Kim Basinger. Yes. Ah, nine and a half weeks. So okay. there he is. The, yeah, Kim fucking Basinger. The you number twenty-three. That's all I'm saying. This. You don't have to do this. She's a working actress, and uh, she wanted to attach herself to the seventh highest grossing film of I, 2018. So she, I mean, I get it. She's, she's got she's got to get paid. I get it, but still, someone who is as crazy about personal security as Christian Grey appears to be would not keep 
a loaded damn gun that belonged to someone else in his desk drawer that isn't even locked. Oof. What? I'm not going to explain who that belongs to because it's just too, like, crazy. But it's it's a leftover plot thread from the second movie. Ugh. More plot? Yeah. So so much plot. I know, there's yeah, so little. Yes. <laughs> so much is happening and it just feels like filler. It feels like sawdust. Eat it. It feels kind of like watching a moving painting, you know? Hmm. Just yeah. slow and unchanging and pointless. Just like a painting. <laughs> Burn all the museums. <laughs> Finally, a platform for my views. Anyways, that's Josh's take on art. <laughs> He's real deep. Wake up, sheeple! Yeah, Anastasia finds... What? I don't even remember why she's going through the drawers. She's looking for scissors to give Christian a haircut. Oh, right. A and sexy she, haircut. And she finds a, a six-shooter? Mm-hmm. Yes. Fully loaded. Fully loaded. Couldn't even take... Yeah, couldn't even take the ammunition out. Nah, yeah. just leave it in there. That's safety 101. Yeah, and it belonged to one of Christian's old sub, subs that tried to kill Anastasia in the last movie. It's a whole thing. That we don't need sense. to go into yeah. it. <laughs> oh, she he she tried to murder my girlfriend? I know. Put this gun in the drawer. There we go. I might Don want to finish the job someday. <laughs> right. In, so this has her fingerprints on it, right? Better preserve those. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And then he goes on a business trip. To New York. And he's like, you've got to come with me. She's like, but I have to work. Yes, because work is very important to her. Her yeah. work is very important if we were to give her a character trait, and I'm being generous again by saying this, her work is important to her because working is something that she needs to do because working. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just like any good Hallmark movie, remember? Business, 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 business. <laughs> I'm so important and white. Business, business, business. <laughs> and like she said, she can't stay home just picking out wallpaper and ordering around the, the maid all day. Or the housekeeper. Yeah, what a, what a night, what, what a nightmare life that would that would be. I think she's yeah. like keeper of the house. I don't know. Cause she, I don't know if she cleans, but she definitely cooks. So, but yeah. I feel like she's sort of the house manager. Yes, that's the vibe I yes. got. Cause so she was she, asking her like, what what do you want to do now, Mrs. Gray? This is your home. She's just like, I don't give a shit about this stuff. <laughs> you wasted your life. Kill yourself. <laughs> oh, this is what you do for work. I'm going to vomit everywhere. Clean it up when I'm done. <laughs> so she continues to try to assert control in a very, I'm not going to say weird way, but in the way that she feels like she should. Right. And I'm, I'm just going to like keep reiterating this. She's supposed to be like 22, 23 when all this is happening. I'm going to give her that much of a pass. It's just her youth. Yeah. But then her he, brain isn't fully formed. Yeah. But then he goes out of town and she promises, I promise mm-hmm. my husband, whom I love, I promise, I'm pretty sure in our marital bed that I will come straight home after work because of the danger. Yes. Don't worry. You can trust me because in our vows, I said you could <laughs> that I just took three damn days ago. Anyways, my friend texted me, so I should probably go out with her and just lie to you. I'm going to act as, like, you be Anastasia, and I'm going to be your better judgment. But hey, Anastasia, you were just in a 
long-term car chase with someone who was trying to track you down? Isn't that kind of uh, on your mind? Nah. <laughs> oh, okay. See ya. <laughs> Drinks with the girls. All right. Woo! <laughs> Lies are how good marriages last. Take that on board. Just mm. put that in your bank. Don't, don't do that. It's a terrible idea. <laughs> so her one friend... Uh, it does seem like she doesn't have a lot of friends. She's got the, she's got two friends. One of them is the Jacob of the movie, mm-hmm. who is this Latinx person. So how who, soon uh, after the birth of <laughs> Anastasia's child does this man fall in love with this? Oh no, this this guy gets Rita Ora uh, as his consolation prize, so he's all good. Ah, <laughs> he's actually go. not the Jacob then. He's the other guy from Twilight who asked Bella out to the prom and she said no and shut him down. But then he wound up with Anna Kendrick. Oh. So in a way, he's kind of he What's came up name? he came up bases. Matter. He won. It does not matter. So like, just call him Chad. Chris, you know Chuck. Frank. The nicest thing I can say about him is that he was on that sci-fi show with the zombies. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, so much for that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Anastasia's got that two zombie friends. show. Yeah, and uh, the so this is her blonde friend that was her roommate up until uh. recently, who's also now dating Christian Gray's adopted brother, who is a useless waste of face. When oh, I, I I've heard useless. people like describe it as a haircut, he is a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> so she's there to be like yeah you know I don't even remember what was said I don't even know if it matters she's just like bring me more martinis because I'm upset and I want to drink and you're going to drink with me because that is how but everyone knows <laughs> Anastasia buckles to any sort of mild peer pressure so there she is drinking away like oh no my husband i told him i wouldn't be here you know i could at least undo some of this lying by going home now la girl look at martini (laughs) what we're good to go (laughs) so they leave and the bodyguard drives the friend home and then they go home and these are the worst bodyguards. Yeah. Like, she is in danger from this guy, Jack, supposedly. If you were her bodyguard and you came into a dark house and the lights wouldn't turn on, Josh, mm-hmm. what would you do? Uh, Let her wander in. Probably rent. fix myself a drink, take off my jacket, <laughs> roll my sleeves up. Because the next time we see the bodyguard, that's what he looks like. And I'm yeah. sorry, I've worn jackets and, and shirts before. <laughs> Believe it or not, people out there who think I'm living in a hole, okay. I'll show you. It's not as damp in this house as Anastasia's who, who are these people? <laughs> Wait, let me turn to Mark Mayer for a second. So, what's your relationship like with your father? <laughs> Who hurt what, you? Where, the, where were the dimensions of this hole uh, that you lived in? Yes. This, Call uh, Chris Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> so the security guard doesn't sweep the room in any ways. There's two guards. One wasn't with them. Mm-hmm. So she, She's just she sitting there in the dark. Yeah. Why wasn't she tracking this? She was just napping. Know. 
napping in the red There's room. so many things that don't make sense. The guy snuck into this apartment, which is already a feat in itself, let yes. me say. Then he, he disabled the lights in that one room. No, but, not anywhere else in the house. <laughs> but not the lamp that is in the same room. No. Just the overhead Which light. Is way easier to access. Yeah. Oh, right, just unplug it. But no, yeah. he disables the light switch and then comes out of nowhere with his yeah. eyes like, "What are you doing, you dumb bitch?" Because even when the when the lamp turned on, he was still in the shadows <laughs> yes. until she backed up conveniently to right where he was, and he was like, "Knife time!" <laughs> and the bodyguards come save her. At least they did that semi confidently. Yeah. But they didn't have anything to restrain him, like. Restrain him, and one bodyguard is like, oh, I don't, the way she says, like, I don't have anything. <laughs> like, like she's startled by her job. You have a gun. What did you think was gonna happen? And so she's like, God damn it! All right, there's a secret key. Go to the red room. You'll find some stuff in there. We have restraints all over this place. Are you kidding me? In fact, I feel like that should have been in the movie, right? Like, shouldn't she have been like, there's some under the cover. There's, like, some under the bed right there. Like, just grab them with these. It should have been, like... That would have been great. Yeah. Like, if, they, he, if like, the they handcuffed him with some pink fuzzy ones, it's just be like, there. There you go. I don't yes. know. That was, that was a missed opportunity. It was. Like... Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Come on, director of this <laughs> Come train on. It's our fault, really. We were at the production meetings. Mm. We never brought this up. Yeah. So, the police officer... I have seen that guy before. The main detective. Do you watch iZombie? Yes. He's the police chief in iZombie. Now I remember. Okay. Yes. So he's, he's he says, we've got enough to hold him. Oh, you got <laughs> enough to arrest him. He pulled a knife on this chick and broke into this house. You have three witnesses, two of which are not the victim. Yeah. Nah. No, no, no. I mean, we can hold him. Maybe maybe 48 hours. I don't know. Like, what? But Rachel... Plot, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. You know what? I'm just speaking out of turn, and how dare I? You ever see those um, skits from uh, Mitchell and Webb where it'll show some really, really terribly written TV show, like the one about the lawyer who wears underwear too tight? Or right. Whatever? And uh-uh. it keeps cutting back to these writers. I'll show you later. <laughs> he's cutting back to these writers who are just sort of like explaining their process. And it's all, it's just like, well, you know, we've seen, like, some, like, lawyer shows before, so I, we just did I some of that. I'm remembering one where they're just like, yeah, we forgot we had a script due, and, you know, just came up with this on the way. <laughs> oh. So that's what it feels like. And, yeah. and not to nitpick on their horrible detective skills, but if you have watched any Law & Order, then you know some basic accurate police proceedings sure they go through his car right but then they say we we have we we you know we've got enough to hold him like so you didn't why did you go through his car then did you just break the law did you not did you not think you had probable cause which is it you can't have both but in the van they find a printed up single sheet of paper that says you owe me a life Yeah. Just drop that in, and then they leave. Which it looks like, like no description. I'm 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 willing to bet that the that uh, whoever was uh, head of the art department and making props, mm. they were never told that that needed to be part. Like that was sort of a last minute shooting thing. It's just like come up with something really quick. 
<laughs> something that says like you owe me a life but make it look really cool they're like uh okay click 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 and then they they typed it out on a piece of paper he brought him two copies that one and then one in comic sand and yes. they, they really struggled it was a good 45 one. minute debate it's just like oh i don't know what would the character use? This one shows whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> so she's all shaken up and traumatized, as she should be, because, you know. Knife to the throat. Yeah, that, was, yeah. that, was, that, was, that was unpleasant to watch. Christian comes home from New York, and he's all like, you, you disobeyed me. Why did you, why did you do that? She was like, well, I just wanted to go out for a drink, and I thought everything was going to be fine, and. I can't re- really remember what she says because she says everything in these really breathy tones that yes, even oh, if she's trying to be serious is also sort of, I don't know, like sexy or it's supposed to be because it, it's it's all like she's kind of out of breath or it, in a pouty way. You know, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> I was safer at the bar than I was here. Like somehow like, yeah, That's it's your fault, fault motherfucker. Like, her upset and her sexy and her sad are all kind of pitched at the same, like, <laughs> breathy level. Sure. Right. Yeah. You caught me lying. And it's your fault. I'm mad at you somehow. <laughs> and so then he goes to go take a shower. The most then, awkward then, shower scene ever. And then she goes to join him in the shower. She wants to have some makeup sex. And she's touching him in his, like, no-no areas. Because in the previous movies this is where i don't know like his he was burned cigarettes and stuff like that and so he outlined this place as like i don't want you to touch me here and when he he outlined he outlined the lipstick like these are my boundaries uh that's the chest for those of you who can't see oh yes (laughs) it's not his penis (laughs) it's the chest and neck area and her breaking through to him was literally shown by her wiping away the lipstick because I guess he hadn't showered for a few days. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. But she's touching or him maybe there. she's just maybe he's just reapplying it every day like a crazy person. <laughs> While Goodbye Horses plays in the background. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so it was a call back to that and he's having none of it. And he leaves her alone in the shower and she's she's pissed. And so at some point later He's got his jeans on, and he's like, hey, it's leather room time. She's like, yeah, about it. Oh, man, that's what I learned. That sexy time to Christian Grey means jeans. And not, like, sexy tight, like, ooh, jeans. But, like, they're basically mom jeans with some holes in them, and they Mm -hmm. fit a little better. Like, ooh, ooh, sex. This is what this is what women were flocking to. It's like they got the jeans from the back of a Sears catalog and then just like put some trendy cuts in them. Yes, that's very accurate. So this is when he he takes her and he blindfolds her and he handcuffs her and it's all like real sexy and I think some sort of pop songs in the background and then You're he pulls just... out this this um, massage toy. Something that I'm sure vibrates and he's like kind of going to town on her and she's like almost there and he's like, how are you feeling right now? Are you, are you good? She's like, yes, I'm, I'm almost ready. And he like kind of pulls away. She's like, but I'm not finished yet. And he's like, are you frustrated? Because this is how I feel when you don't listen to me. (laughs) And then he like starts 
putting the thing on her again and she's feeling all good and he pulls back again and he was like, do you understand? Do you understand how I'm feeling? Red, red. <laughs> and then she... And then she and then she says her safe word for the first time in the entire movie. And that's when I was like, Wow, this is really messed up. I do not like this at all. Cause this is you're not supposed to use this this BDSM stuff to work out your relationship. And he's being like real petty. Yes. Like real petty and it really upset her. I also think that's what it took for her to understand how he felt. And that's why I'm like, what is this movie trying to tell us? They don't know. <laughs> okay. They don't know. That makes it so... Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. That makes yeah. all of this make sense now. Right. But you know what? Don't worry. Let's just go to Aspen and forget all that shit. <laughs> and that's what they do. Yep. Yeah. With her friends, all two of them. Yay! Yes. So Aspen! It's... So it's her two friends, and then his brother and sister, and they're all conveniently paired off with each other because this movie's dumb. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, well Trey, <laughs> you can't be friends with someone of the opposite gender. No? No. Um, Not unless you're banging. Everyone knows this, and this movie is reinforcing it. Okay. Well, in that case, I would like to reinforce our relationship as co-workers. And yes. start, let's shake on it. Handshaking. Yes. This is a very platonic. Oh, oh, uh, oh, don't want to make that last oh. too long. Yeah. Whew. Was that an inappropriate amount of pressure on the hand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I do smooth good. Mm-hmm. That's nice. <laughs> well, I wish I No reason. Okay. Just curiosity. Write it down. So, at, at this Aspen point in time was when I started to check out because I... Um... Is that because of his singing? Is that is that when you were just like, oh no, mm, just gotta zone this out so it can't hurt my brain. He, yeah. I've never heard him sing before. For good reason. Yeah. For good reason. Please stop singing. Please, please stop. So, his adopted siblings are there to basically deliver exposition about what he used to be like. Um, when he was a kid, and that's it. Yep, that's it. There's no other justification. Yeah, they go on a worthless hike. Yeah. Like, you could have just walked <laughs> down a hallway and said the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's scenery. It's, uh, it's, it's denouement. Is yeah. that what that is, right? Denouement? Yeah. Um, nope. Oh, well. <laughs> I thought denouement was the period after the climax of a film. Okay. The sort of, the resolution. Well, show us what I know. The sort of final chapter. I've clearly shown that should not be on a movie podcast. And, and the <laughs> only thing I really know is that in adaptation, Nick Cage, there's a joke about how Nick Cage's brother, well, you know, he's still Nick Cage, uh, his twin brother, he said it wrong. He said, denouement. Um, Josh, if you could stop treating my coworker like shit, I'd really appreciate that. Because he could quit at any moment. I'm just going to report this to HR. Maybe you're thinking of mise en scene. The other French thing. Oh, that's also French. Mm. And sexy. <laughs> Sexier than this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, real quick, if I may. Please do. I'm sorry, but I have a really hard time, and again, as the vanilla fellow that I am. I honestly thought you were about to say, you know, as a white man. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and throw it in for good measure. <laughs> Listen, I know people don't want to hear this, but as a white man, you listen here. As a white man, did anybody, like... Are you outing yourself as white on the podcast? I am. 
Sorry, wow. world. Yep, now you know. Oh. Now you know. Um, Thanks a lot. We're not going to be added to pods in color now. Bold. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointment. I've shopped at Gap. <laughs> um, did anybody find any of the sex scenes even remotely titillating or, or exciting? Well, I can't speak for everyone, but for okay. me, there was no damnness. <laughs> I think that speaks volumes. Yes. No one else needs to speak after that. <laughs> no, nope. that stands on its own. I think we should shut down the podcast now. <laughs> All right, everybody, we've done it. We broke the internet. Close it down. My job is done. Actually, during this Aspen Adventure Getaway, is where one of the most unerotic scenes happens. Are you talking about pube ice cream? I sure am. Because bleh, <laughs> who thought that? Like, oh, you, can we I, can we set the scene? Yeah, set yeah, the scene, please. Yeah. please. Paint, paint us a disgusting picture. Anastasia is having a dream where she's in this huge ballroom, and then she sees her old boss, who's the antagonist of the film, and then she wakes up and she's scared, and so she goes somewhere else. Wait. Yeah, she yeah she, she gets she, up she and leaves up. and goes to the kitchen. Yeah, she goes to the kitchen, but we don't we don't see her go to the kitchen. We just see uh, we just see her Christian. leave, and then yeah, then Christian, and Christian arrives in the kitchen. Christian <laughs> <laughs> opens the fridge <laughs> and then says, "Where?" Oh, when he realizes she's there, like, "Where were you? I was looking for you." Motherfucker, you were just in the fridge. Yeah, you were looking for some pickles. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, I'm over here eating my feelings with a pint of ice cream. Sure, we've all done something similar. So I was sure. like, I thought it was going to be kind of a normal scene of like him being not a dick. Mm-hmm. And no, no. Incorrect. Mm-mm. Goes to show. Well, don't, you know, ever. <laughs> don't ever assume anything's going to be happy in this Error. movie. No. Also, they've ruined ice cream. I didn't really like ice cream that much to begin with. Completely ruined it. So she takes the ice cream, which is Ben and Jerry's vanilla flavor. I did not catch that. I did. (laughs) (laughs) And I I was like, this Easter egg. There it is. For those in the know. Trey's hitting all the info for y'all. And and she takes this really nice ice cream spoon and she starts like rubbing it all over his, his naked chest in a way that is supposed to be erotic i think he's into it i guess guess. until she like starts rubbing the spoon down towards his crotch area and i was like ah this is weird i mean he's it's uncomfortable for me uh that that was an area definitely rubbing that spoon in his pubes yeah 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 I, i was i was not aware that um i i didn't i i wasn't they didn't do that in nine and a half weeks. <laughs> nope. Nope. Because then she fucking licks the pube ice cream. No. No. And I do not approve of this. May I, as someone who watched that scene recently as a point of comparison to this movie, the reason why that scene is considered so erotic and is so iconic is because there's an urgency to what they're doing. That's It feels like they're not 
being they aren't actors they are people who are spontaneously like doing this thing and they're just so into each other and they're just trying whatever they want it's and they're like both really into it and it's Mm -hmm. like really sexy and like this feels very scripted though i mean yeah both scenes were probably (laughs) somewhat scripted but this one yeah very much following the script to the t yes and like and here's where i lift up the spoon and look like i'm gonna feed it into your vagina but actually i rub it down your thigh suggestively yeah Mm. (laughs) the director behind the camera grosser grosser (laughs) lick those pubes yeah like twirl them around in your mouth Oh, that is disgusting. Perfect. <laughs> There's a lot of acting going on, and it's very apparent and just real awkward to watch. It's. Oh. Do you think it explains why Melanie Griffith. I don't know if you saw the little. Um, oh, you know I did. The totally awkward thing on the red carpet where yeah, Melanie yeah. Griffith, she, she admitted she had not seen the films and she didn't want to see them. And Dakota was like. Mom, don't say that. And it was like really, it was really weird. It was awkward. That is weird because like say your child got a movie like that. I'm sure. Or it was on any show on HBO. Right. Like I'm sure as a parent you'd be like, that's so great. I'm so happy for you and your success. Yay. I'm not going to fucking watch that shit. (laughs) That's like saying like, mom, why didn't you come in and watch the conception of your grandchild? (laughs) Now, I'm sure there's plenty of people in there. I'm sure there's a wide spectrum between like people that would are totally in your corners. Like, I'm not going to watch that shit. That's gross. Yeah. And then on the other end of that spectrum, you have like Thora Birch's dad. Well, he's a porn star. Who? Yeah. Do you know about Thora Birch? Like her. I do not. Both her parents are adult film stars. Oh. And she was working on some movie and... That had a sex scene. It had a sex scene and... And, and they direct... They were, like, directing. He, he was, like, like really actively coaching her and it made a lot of people on the set uncomfortable, apparently. So I'm glad I could derail wherever we were going. Now, baby, when he bends you over like that... I'm yellow. <laughs> yeah, that's... That was... That's, that's approaching it. Okay. Um, no, I'm I'm still in it. I'm still in it. Okay, let's and do I, it. And I love Thor Birch. Ghost World. Mm. Was, Ghost World was awesome. Oh, she's from. Okay. Yeah, Enid. Yeah, she's the one who. <laughs> really committed to knowing that. Yeah, she's the one who gets the relationship with. Uh... Steve Buscemi. Hmm. Can we talk about that silver dress? That silver garbage dress. That '70s Coke dress. Oh boy. Like, it is the ugliest monstrosity. And she's just like, I look so pretty. I'm so sexy. Oh, so this is where Gina the architect comes back in. Because do you you remember when they're they're all trying on really ugly dresses, just completely unflattering. I don't yes. was that was that supposed to be funny? I couldn't tell. No, I think I was supposed to be like, girl time. <laughs> yes. Um, that's not something I participate in, so, so I'm not Bella looks sure. out the window. I mean, I'm sorry. Excuse me, Anastasia Honestly looks out the sake. window and she sees her future brother and in law do like Christian Gray's brother interacting with that woman. Oh, I didn't Gia. even realize that was her. Yeah, and they they like embrace and then she kinda does this little gesture on his cheek as she walks away. She's like, Mmm, that's suspicious. Because she's already made up her mind about that woman. But I'm not going to say anything because... And next scene! (laughs) Because that's what good friends do. And so then they go to a uh, really bumping club in 
Aspen? I think they're still in Aspen. Yeah. Well, Trey... Yeah. When you picture, say, one day you do get engaged. Sure. When you picture this future <laughs> engagement, uh-huh. it's definitely at a shitty bar, right? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. good, good. Because this was a dream-making proposal. He's like, uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh. Anyways, look, I know we're in a shitty bar, surrounded by your friends, I guess. Uh, who's that girl? I don't know. Anyways, I'm not going to get all the way down because there's some sticky stuff right here. But, you know, I love you and stuff. Here you go. Here's your ring. Let's get married. Hey, they were in VIP. Okay. <laughs> that that sticky stuff was definitely Crystal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Trey bringing the truth as usual. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they turned off all the music so that everybody <laughs> could hear. And then there was someone else who got the same direction and clapping. Just like, yeah, as awkward as possible. Like, act like you've never put your two hands together before. The, ex- the extra acting was incredible, though, because it was really genuine. It was yes, very much like, like like a confused, like, oh, yay. they're happy over there. I'm, st- I'm on Molly, but I guess this is a really nice... <laughs> Time to stop and celebrate someone else's happiness. All right, let's turn Rihanna back on. Oh, we don't have Rihanna? Well, let's play this Rita Ora song, <laughs> which is much, much cheaper. If I wasn't feeling empathy for every living thing, I would spit in their faces. But <laughs> Anyway, so this is how claps work. I think, ooh, look at my hands. So yeah, shitty proposal, shitty club. But a moment of realism in an yeah. otherwise ridiculous movie. Yeah, yeah, and then we cut straight to like them back on their private jet, gushing over the ring. Oh, mm-hmm. so sweet. And then... Oh, so this is why you were acting weird. Yeah. I was like, this doesn't explain anything. But you know what? These characters don't appear after this, so it doesn't matter. They don't, and they don't matter. <laughs> this is done. I don't have to think about it anymore. I can't recall why, but then Anastasia rolls her eyes at... Christian, and he, did you just realize you roll your eyes at me? Maybe you're gonna pay for that later. Other people can hear you. They are literally facing you, looking at you. That's part of the fun, Rachel. Ugh. I mean, if that was my friends, I'd be like, "What the hell are y'all doing?" Yeah, you have to bring all of them into your sex games unconsensually. They have to be a part of it. It's it's just it's what it's what he gets to do because he is a twenty seven year old billionaire. Well, yeah, he's used to being in control. Yeah, he gets his way. That's true. I mean, yeah, you know what? Okay, say that was me, and they did have that awkward conversation, and I did say something. And he was just like, whatever, bitch. Like, here's some money. Here, here's, oh, some, here's some money. Stop complaining. I'd be like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Carry on, freaks. <laughs> so you're right. That's what happened. Through He splashed his cash. Yeah, but this is when we get the, the next dun, sex dun, dun. Oh, wait, is it? Yeah, because right after that, you thought they were yes. going to have sex on the airplane. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm convinced. I have this weird idea that they they the same thing with the yacht, like that, that Christian has built red rooms in every single mode of transportation. Like the limo Which has a red room. I would room. like. I'd be like, he's just ready for it whenever. It's, yep. it's just, it's whenever it's like, it, whenever it's time, it's like, okay, it's time. I mean, and then how like do you, some stuff exactly. flips over, some panels flip over, and there's handcuffs and riding crops and things ready, and she's like, oh, it's delightful. I would have enjoyed that. I mean, that's more how, entertaining. How do you get the heat? How do you keep the heat turned up? You know what I mean? That's like, you know, after that sort of eye rolling scene, there mm-hmm. was like a four hour rest of their journey all the way back to the, you know what I mean? And the whole time. Because movies, that's <laughs> why. This 
I'm, I'm going to say this. When they speak more in this movie than they have in the first two combined. Really? Okay. There are long stretches where he'll like pick her up and be like, where are we going? He's like, don't worry about it. And they'll be what have to have been like a two hour ride to an airport field. And then he's like, voila, here's the thing. What we're supposed to assume is that they did not talk for that entire two hours. They did not talk about anything. They sat in the most just awkward, in uncomfortable silence. And she is there and like waiting in anticipation, not saying anything. He had anything. earbuds in the whole time. Yes. <laughs> just in case she wanted to conversate. It's just, it's very clear even after they're married, they have not had so many conversations that you kind of need to have before attaching yourself to someone permanently. Especially in in this very intentional way that they, they have. But right. they haven't done any of that. So they just kind of yada yada past all of that. They're very comfortable in silence. And you know what? Maybe that's a cool thing. To Maybe it is. That, that, yeah. That's kind of cool. They I can mean, spend hours around each other and not say a thing. <laughs> but also, there's not a lot in her mind. She's <laughs> she's kind of not a real like deep internal monologue going on there with her. No, I mean, I'm sure there's like tumbleweeds. Yeah. Someone dancing. <laughs> Pictures of horses. All of it is just prologue. Tiny plastic horses going, <laughs> Don't matter. It's all foreplay until she gets back into that red room. Oh, thank God. And that's where she comes alive. And then that's they where have, she shines, if you will. And then they have the next pop song on the on the soundtrack. and um, All the sex scenes just bleed together. And yeah. she, I don't know. It's like, there's his dick lines, his bazillion <laughs> ab muscles. His his what 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 lines? <laughs> what did you say? Uh, cum gutters. Cum, cum gutters? Thank you. Cum gutters. Yes. Much fancier. Doesn't that feel better in your mouth than saying Adonis belt? Phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, honestly, I wonder if there's like a, a, a total gem workout. I'm, I'm thinking about getting a total gem, but I want to just work on my You're, cum gutters. Cum gutters. <laughs> you should go to the Y. <laughs> Be like, hey, Young Men's Christian Association. I'm looking to tone my cum gutters. <laughs> Ra- Rachel, I'm in jail. Yeah, yeah, your joke was real fucking funny. <laughs> That's where you'll stay. Because <laughs> you'll have so much time to work on your cum gutters. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll, I'll, I'll drop you some videos later. It's fine. Anyway. <laughs> so yes, they have sex and they're good again because... They deal with conflict the way that teenagers would, and they're not a real couple. The way bonobos do. Yeah. No, no, no. I will not let you sell me the, <laughs> the was... sanctity of bonobos' relationships <laughs> he was by on comparing it. it to this dreck. Okay. <laughs> bonobos uh, have depth. That was a quick 180. Like, yeah, totally. How dare you? <laughs> Jane Goodall would be appalled. Bonobos understand respect. And Christian Grey does not. Because he's an asshole. But I mean, you know, uh, Edward Cullen did not. True. Edward Cullen was also a complete control freak who never explained his motives, kept Bella in the dark constantly, was abusive in so many ways. But he was from a different time. (laughs) That makes it okay. He was an anachronism from another era. And that makes all of his motivations chivalrous oh. and do not dig any deeper or just because he was alive that. for that whole time and should have been growing and changing no 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 none of that no. No. he's a vampire he's stuck in his 
lubricates that you state. Bloodletting, that's why. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, I don't remember what happens after the sex scene. Oh, um, is, there, is there more thriller stuff happening? Wait, is that yeah. when she, tells, she goes to the doctor? No, no. The courtroom where Jack oh, gets out on bail. God. Oh, right. And then, oh. and then she is so distraught by him getting out on his $500,000 bail that she runs to the bathroom and vomits. It is the nicest bathroom mm-hmm. I have ever seen. Oh my gosh. Those in lights. Courtroom. That soft so lighting. Fit. It's a good it's that, amazing. Is it's that granted? Yeah. Because most courtrooms that I've had to go to and say I had to go to the bathroom, it's just like you go in and then you back back out and be like, nah, I'm good. You definitely just wait. <laughs> this bathroom is immaculate. It's beautiful. Then is when she goes to the doctor mm-hmm. and finds out. Dun dun dun. She's pregnant. Because which she forgot her shot. Which is a breach of contract. Yes. Established in movie one. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> there was an elaborate contract they had to sign, or that she had to sign. Anyway. Um, I mean, that makes sense. No, wait, no. It's needlessly complicated. <laughs> what's weird, what's weird, if I can go back to the first movie super fast, what's weird is that there is a paperwork foreplay in that film because before the scene with the actual contract that she signs she signs a non-disclosure agreement just yes. for being with him and i remember once we got to because i knew the contract scene was coming and i just thought like that's so funny that's like teasing it a little bit mm-hmm. like we're gonna be doing some major paperwork later baby yeah believe it which get is your pen ready. <laughs> get so your pen damp and it was scored <laughs> by the dulcet tones of danny elfman it's great <laughs> So she tells him over dinner that she's pregnant, and his reaction is so totally normal. Mm-mm. That's how any man would react, I think. It's it like, is so aggro. May May I try and act this out? If, oh, if oh, please, please. <clears throat> Anastasia, I had plans for us. <laughs> this is not a part of those plans. How could you? How could you not take your shots? This is so irresponsible. Now, now you be her. Oh, I forget what she says. Some shit about like, oh, oh, I'm not ready to be a mother either. But this is what you do when people have sex, which we have a lot. They make babies. <laughs> All of that that you said is unimportant because you have let me down. I want I w- you. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> take it, take it, Josh. Take it. I wanted you all for myself. And then I, he storms out. Oh, and then, but before he's, I don't know if I'll be a good father. So here's this coat hanger I have laying around. Oh no, <laughs> no, no. Because he's, they say it without saying it. Like, all right, Anastasia, come on, let's go to the clinic. Yeah, I can't be no dad. Right. But I don't even feel like that's the implication. I just feel like you're going to have to deal with this. But not even deal with it in an abortion kind of way. It's like, this is going to be your responsibility because I'm not going to do it. Well, I guess because he was so aggro, I got the impression that he meant deal with it. Like, you know, kill kill you, bitch. (laughs) You're my property. So he leaves and he gets drunk. And then he comes back and he's just like, oh, so silly. <laughs> so drunk and silly. I'll save you. And then she sees that he got a text 
from someone named Elaine. I don't know what any of that means. Trick. So, Elena is his adopted mother's best friend. And when he was 15, uh, she inducted Christian into the world of BDSM. And oh, cool. So she's a pedo. Yeah. Or a hemophile, I believe is the word, when you're uh, dealing with a teenager. I just learned this recently because they are Kelly stuff. No. Wait, is that blood stuff? I can't remember. It's Hemo a different sounds term. like blood. It doesn't who matter. Kn- who it's knows a- what R. Kelly is into? That's my grandbaby. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's my favorite Dave Jones sketch. <laughs> it's all fucked up. So yeah, this uh, th- he was this woman's sub for six years. And the way the movie's presented, because he was such an aggro child from experiencing trauma with his crack-addicted mother, who I believe was a, a sex worker as well, like, he had to channel all of his dark and nasty impulses into some sort of uh, controlled way. So she believes, like, this Elena woman believes that he, she helped him, even though, you know. Right, he was a teenager and could not consent, and all of it's right. wrong. It's like, right. just go jogging, jeez. Yeah. And they made a really big deal about dismissing her in the second movie, and there was a big confrontation, and then Marsha Gay Harden, who plays his mom, like, came out and slapped her, too, and, like, Anastasia threw a drink in her face, and it was just, like, a whole bunch of stuff. Kim Pasica doesn't deserve that. No. But, yeah. No. But, yeah. And she pops back up here because he's like, she's my friend and she understands me and I just needed somewhere to turn. And Anastasia's like, mm, I'm not about that. I'm not having that. Yes. I'm taking this yes keychain, whatever that means, and <laughs> running away to the red room. How dare you? <laughs> Ooh, this couch is nice. <laughs> and, then, and then we wake up to Christian like, Anastasia? Where is she? And he can't find her. Goes yeah. to the red room. The door is locked. So he's like, oh, definitely can't be in there. Don't check and see if the key's gone. Call all my guards. Yes. All three of them. I'm a billionaire, yet I won't pay for more She's than three. She's at this place. Where else could she be? And then she kind of walks lazily out of the red room. And this, again, she uses the red room to punish him just like he did before. Because they're using this thing that's supposed to be really intimate and special between them as a punishment, which goes against what BDSM is supposed to be about. It's really messed up that they do that. And then my favorite part of that is how she turns everything around like, this is your fault. I forgot my birth control, but this is your fault, piece of shit. Is it fair to say that they have not mastered conflict resolution no, skills yeah, at all? No, they have not. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you date and then marry within, like, what, eight weeks? It's yeah, pretty quick. It's a, it's a real short amount of time. It isn't. I, I thought it was much longer until they kind of laid out. Yeah, they threw out some the, time frame. Yes, I was point. like, wait, what? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah, there was a moment where the both of you, the, somebody said something, and it was like, it's been only, it's only been only a few weeks, yeah, and you like, both went like, what, a few weeks? <laughs> I realized I was completely, I was so not into it that I, I had no idea what they were saying. Josh was playing a different movie in his head. <laughs> it was just, it was just a gorilla on a tricycle. With a bear clapping. Yeah. Yay. And this is... 
I'm gonna get like a little bit serious for a second. Okay. Break it this down. This Christian Grey guy has a lot of unresolved issues that he has yet to deal with at all, but he's a rich white guy and he's also handsome and he's successful. Well, so let's dial back that handsome a little bit. Well, I mean He's, he's a good looking guy. He looks better with the beard. So he has he doesn't have to address any of them. Meanwhile, Anastasia is just kinda like I have really serious object, like objections with how you're treating me, but it's okay. But no, 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 no. But I'm really, really serious about this, but eh, it's fine. She makes the classic parenting mistake. Yeah. Of saying, if you do that again, mm-hmm. I'm going to X, Y, Z. And then piece of crap kid does it because that's what kids do. And they're just like, all right, well, if you do it again, then ABC. And you keep not following through so she never follows through and he's like oh well i can do whatever i want but they do not understand each other at all no i don't understand why this has been touted as like the romance of a century we'll circle back to that who has touted that the fact that the book is sold more than harry potter that's 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 painful yeah but then, you know, action! <laughs> Mia's been oh, yeah. kidnapped! Oh, oh yeah. no! Jack stole her! Oh, God, somebody took Rita Ora, and someone actually noticed. So... Five million. <laughs> and then, I need five million in cash for you to see her. Because, spoiler alert, apparently this guy who used to be Anastasia's boss, who's been the antagonist this entire time, if you don't count Christian Grey, was <laughs> also in... Th- adopted and he was in the same foster home as christian and yet christian got picked up by this rich family and had this great life while this other guy had to work his way up into fiction publishing i don't know it doesn't matter they allude to he never got out of foster care oh okay and he somehow ended up in the same sort of industry as she did and he had been sexually harassing his assistance into doing his bidding yeah you would have sex with them video it and then blackmail them with the sex tapes which seems like what he wanted to do with anastasia in yeah. the second movie but she need him in the growing and he got fired nice well, that's it well everybody on the bus clapped <laughs> <laughs> these movies make some very strange proclamations about consent all the other men that Anastasia interacts with outside of Christian come at her in a way that she does not explicitly consent to either they're like forward in a way where she's like I don't really like this and they're like yeah come on just do it you know I really like you and and like that's not okay Mm -hmm. and then her boss comes on to her in a very intimidating way and is like very much like about to assault her that's not okay as well. Right. It's kind of to contrast Christian, who has all these very controlling rules, but he's very clear about mm-hmm. what his parameters are and like mm-hmm. what like his control, even though he steps out of those too. He's a creep. He has a dossier on her movements. And we learn in this movie, <laughs> he t- tracks her cell phone. Yeah. And he tries to financially dominate her, which is like a form of um, like subdom interaction but none of it is under her control right he's a creep i do not like him no he's a terrible terrible person and his american accent is shit (laughs) hot take (laughs) well she needs five million in cash yeah 
to save her sister So she goes to the bank with the bag. After distracting her security, she gets there. She shows her ID for the five million. And he's like, well, listen, I need to call your husband first, even though your name is on this account. I just got to make sure you're not going to go out there and spend it on handbags. Silly women. Anyways, here. So he hands her the phone because that's something you do. He's like, Anastasia, what is it that you are doing? Come on, Josh. Like, do, do this with me. <laughs> the weird thing is, in this scene, it, what makes it so strange and frustrating mm-hmm. is that he's asking pretty clear questions, yes. and she's just failing to vocalize anything at all. Okay. Right? So, okay, you be Christian again. Are you leaving me? I, 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 it's just about the baby. Um, I don't... I can't... Anastasia, Christian. talk to me. <laughs> Christian. It's and about then, like that. And then she she hands the phone back to the bank employee and Christian says, just give her whatever she Do whatever she says. Her name's on the damn account. Like, yeah. you, you didn't need That's, all this. No. Just give me my money. Maybe they skip the scene where she signed the prenup. Oh, there it is. Oh. So he is going to kill her with that gun. <laughs> <laughs> She she gets the money and she, she hops in the Audi. She ha- <laughs> she hops in the Audi. Well, yeah, oh, she has to escape from the security guard. She already did. She got, oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm an idiot. But she, Jack called her and said, "There's a car waiting out back. Get in it and go. It has tinted windows." He specifically said that. I remembered that. It's an Audi. It has tinted <laughs> windows. No one will save you. And then you see... The new 210 horsepower V6. <laughs> feel the... Feel the ride out of this. It has tinted windows and leather seats. Slide in there and it will comfort you. Let the danger wash over your damp parts. <laughs> and then and she gets the bank employee's phone from him. Yep. And then leaves out the side. She gets in the SUV. And it's the lady from her job. Who is was above her and now is below her. Yes. And Not the attractive scenes. assistant. No, 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 no. The one with the really terrible scenes that couldn't deliver lines. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. With the confused face. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah. They, they fried her hair and gave her like, I don't know, some, something, they did stuff to visually tip off that something wasn't quite right about her because her acting was not conveying that at all. <laughs> right. right. They were just like, we need that Disney green on this because <laughs> it's not translating. She jumps into this. What was that? It was a Durango, I believe. It was a Dodge Durango. There it is. With that V8 Hemi. <laughs> Feel the ride. <laughs> well, you know, if I couldn't have an Audi, I guess I would get a Dodge Durango. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, and there's her sister-in-law. Rita, whatever your name is. Mia. Mia and Rita. She it sounds like she couldn't remember her, her fake Mia, Rita, <laughs> Gia. Rita. Rita Ora. No, but her character's name is Mia. So it's like she couldn't remember her character name. And they're just like, it was oh, probably, right. it was probably it's like. Mia, and then the architect's name is Gia. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like her name Damn was probably it. like Genevieve. That. Isn't that right, Genevieve? <laughs> Jenna. Rita! Like, oh, yeah, I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? Just change it to Mia. Well, I and, remember. Yeah, and, Mia. And, 
and you know Rita Ora is there tied up to a chair and gagged and she's crying kind of or her face is with spritz with water and, but that mascara is not running okay it ain't cheap that's some good stuff it's a high I, I dollar. noticed that yeah she Thank looks you. great she looks barely stressed out <laughs> it's the stuff that Tammy Faye wished she had yeah how dare you <laughs> But Christian is tracking. Yeah, luckily, Anastasia's Christian's a phone. Christian's a creep. Mm-hmm. He's tracking her every move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was clever enough to take the, take the bank employee's phone, and that's the phone they threw out the window. So she knows. Don't worry, my super creepy husband who tracks my movements will be here any yes. minute. Because you have to justify all of his overprotective behavior by putting her in actual danger. That she actually put herself in by not trusting any of the various resources that she had around her. Right, just tell the one security guard and he'll be like, all right, well, let's take care of this. Mm-hmm. The ends justify the means. Of course. We can all agree to that. So let's get to this climax because it is. Oh, where? It is legitimately upsetting. <laughs> what, when he bitch slaps her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Jack slaps her, not once, but twice in her beautiful face. Yes, but then. And she falls down. Mm-hmm. And somehow hooks the side of her face well up oh, by man. falling on the ground very gently. But then he kicks her in the stomach. Yeah. Where her baby is. Yeah. Can I, where really her quick, baby is. Really quick, like, the weird thing, uh, Anastasia's got this weird um, sort of thing. Like, once she finds out she's pregnant, she has these little scenes where she'll just sort of, like, put her hand to her belly. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a weird thing, like, my babe. It's just, it's just How a, else are you supposed to signify it? Yeah, like, it's just a, a mm. lazy way to remind the audience, like, ah, she's pregnant. Ah, it's in there. When you, She's with fetus. When you got up to take a dump, that's what happened. So, she's pregnant. <laughs> just so you know, I know you didn't stop it or rewind it. That's exactly what they're saying. Yeah. And she has brought the gun that yeah. Christian was saving to murder her with and shoots Jack in the leg. I can't remember what she says when she does it. Like, uh, bang. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't then, matter because she passes out beautifully and sexily afterwards. Mm-hmm. And, and then she's out for comes. like a few days. Mm-hmm. He just slapped her twice and kicked yeah. her once. You'd be out maybe like five minutes. That's not how this works. <laughs> They act like she's in a coma. <laughs> she was real touch and go there for a oh, while. Right. Spent some time when, in the ICU. When they wheel her into the hospital, her head's all wrapped up. Like, she has a, yeah. a like, part of the side of her head is bleeding. I was like, when did that happen? Did that happen on the way to the hospital? I don't quite understand. The EMT was like, shut up. <laughs> the bullet ricocheted off of uh, Duban's leg and somehow hit her in the back. There, oh, it, is. there it is. Hoisted by her own petard. <laughs> who, who is that, like... Super villains sitting in the room with Christian while they stare at Anastasia. Just and she says something. That's why you picked her. Some crap. Just like yeah, just killed the last wife. Got this one now. <laughs> Who is that lady? That's his mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought she was like she's another. Like, like she's a, not gonna give up on you. She's tenacious. Right. Like, she needs a project. And you are it. She's going to fix you. Just like Marge fixed Homer Simpson. Mm. No. I'm still waiting to see the results of that one. But you know what? I'll, you know, there, there's time for that. A few more seasons. It'll still be on. 
they'll never let it die until the actual people who do the voices die. But then they've been doing it so long, you probably could just computer generate it. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. I can deal with zombie Simpsons. I'm not going to deal with AI Simpsons. So then, at what should be the end of this movie, uh, when she wakes up and she's like, I'm fine and everything's good with us and I love you and... And the baby's fine. You know, I'm still kind of broken up somehow, but come like lay with me in this bed because I'm not hurt at all, really. I don't know. And then it was he, all weird. And then, <laughs> and and then she asks him, not in a way that... It, it wasn't like, are you crying? But it was more like, are you crying? <laughs> yeah. Nerd! <laughs> you thought I was gonna die because you love me. You're crying. What a loser! It was like that uh, that Chelsea lady from that that episode of Louie where he, 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 he talks about his daughters. He says, "Yeah, I just I love them so much, dude. Are you crying right now?" <laughs> yeah. And then she jumps in a helicopter to get uh, away from her. Chelsea Peretti, I love you. Peretti, yes. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was just like that. It delivered the same way. It's like, are you crying? <laughs> It was disgusting. Loser. You thought your wife and a more child were going to die? Wee! Like she wipes through his tear with toast. Christian loves his wifey wife. <laughs> Idiot. She slaps him. So then. Who's, who's the Dom now, bitch? Ah. What, what I love about the, the epic ending to this epic saga. And oh, I mean, I think the, we can agree with when they a saga. find his birth mother's grave. No, she does mention that, yeah. Yeah, and then they go there, stare at it for a bit. Just waste ten more minutes of your life you're never getting back. Oh, yeah, that was the moment where, where uh, we were just like, when will this movie end? Like, it's got so yeah. many endings, it just like keeps trying to end and doesn't. But that's supposed to be closure. I guess. Because Christian Grey's origin story is that he needs to see women who look like his mother in pain. All right, well, somebody needs... Yeah. What you do, you don't need uh it sounds like he doesn't need BDSM mm-hmm. he needs a therapist yeah to work through his problems yeah like that's crazy yes and even E L James what the hell man? and even though he has that level of self awareness to the to be able to verbalize that mm-hmm. not only to like admit that to himself but like verbalize it to someone else that's still nowhere near being able to sort of start to fix the trauma of all of that. Right. Yeah. All of that and then being in a sub-relationship at 15 for an older woman at a time when he cannot consent to that and uh, understand what any of that means. Yeah. He just needs a lot. He's yeah. got money. Yeah. He's <laughs> go, got so much money. Go get a good but therapist. he's got a woman who loves him, so there's really no need because love has healed him magically. Yeah, yeah. That, uh-huh. that's the real message of movies like this. Don't try to work on yourself or fix your problems. No, no, no. Just wait for a woman to love you hard enough. Yes. And then you're good. And she will do all of the emotional labor that it takes to make you acceptable for her. Just dump <laughs> that baggage all over her and she'll save you. I mean, as long as you have an acceptable amount of money. And in this case, it's billions. That's how messed up his problems are. And they end the movie in... They're back at the house. Yes. They're back at the the house. They're back at the Seattle house. She's all healed up from all of her injuries. And (laughs) she lays out his radio mom jeans. And then she braids up her hair and goes and sits 
exactly in the red room just like he likes it and then she sends him a message she's like your your presence is requesting or i'm i'm waiting for you in i'm waiting room. for your pleasure yes Ugh. and so he walks Blech. into the red room and she is sat there at the door just like he likes just like in the first one yeah 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 just like the first time just like the first... I'm surprised I didn't start playing that obvious... Uh... And, and he says, and this is the last line of the movie, you are topping from the bottom, Miss Gray, but I can live with that. Movie ends, credits, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait, is it over? Post-credit scene. Post-credit scene, like every good, terrible movie. <laughs> Look... Here's our Tudor house and our baby who looks like an old man because he's got receding hair already. <laughs> it tied up all of them loose ends. So and she's th- pregnant again. Yeah, she's yeah. pregnant again. Their kid is like, well, you know, walking now. So at least one. Yeah. And good to see that the kick to the stomach didn't do any visible damage. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, they left Copy. the house as it is. I think we were all worried about that. <laughs> like, that's it was all, my it's my the only thing that's I was worried about. Main that concern. House. Just like, God damn it. If they knocked that down Gia that house. That Gia had her hooks and she was ready to <laughs> upgrade that to a like, smart house I was just, any second. I was, okay. But the stuff cleaning windows. In my mind, I was just like, no, don't rich people this. Keep it nice. <laughs> so, so, yes. Here's the question. Mm hmm. Is it a cash grab? I'm going to say, yeah. I mean, you don't write a book phenomenon and then turn it into a movie. A book that uses the word damp to describe a vagina. And hellacious cock. (laughs) And oh my, over and over again. Um, You don't make a movie like that because you think like, it's going to have so much damn integrity. (laughs) And then, and then you populate it with the actors that you pick. Like, no, nah, you're just like, man, I can't wait to cash this $368.3 million check. I agree with you. I think this movie is definitely a pot boiler. I am super skeptical of any film series that follows a, a runaway success set of books. E.L. James has her own wine company. Throwing that out there, fun fact. <laughs> yeah, she well, she would. She probably got a lot of money. So, I, um, but what to me, what it seemed like because it, with cash grab, we're always sort of like looking for like, well, how is it devoid of artistic merit, and what are they trying to sell? That's a big one, right? Yeah. To me, apart from Audis, I think <laughs> <what> they, <laughs> I, I think what they're really trying to sell in this movie is money. They're trying to sell the idea of money and oh, the idea yeah. that money can fix yes. anything and more so than it being... You know a- what You know what this movie said? Hey, do you remember when your parents used to tell, me, tell you money can't buy you happiness? They lied! <laughs> <laughs> well, more so than... Where, where were you going? I don't know where I was going. Yeah, it's okay. <clears throat> but I was talking about how I was selling the idea of money. Mm-hmm. And More so than romance or any sort of kink or... Right, okay, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so, um... <laughs> nope, I nope. lost it. Okay. I think I had enough. Did I have enough there? Yeah, sure. I, I feel like you did. Yeah. Sure. So, it's a... Cash grab. For you? Definitely a... Cash grab. For me, um, yeah, it's... Yep. Alright, that's two out of three. Okay. Where, where are you leaning on this one, Trey? Alright, first off, I need to... Shout out the 
Inner Ho Uprising podcast that I listened to on BDSM. They're uh, BDSM. I'm sorry. Uh, Inner Ho? Inner Ho Uprising. That's yes. the name. Isn't that the best name ever? It's Please great. tell me it's a girl pod. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it. <laughs> I listened to their episode on BDSM, mm-hmm. and one of the featured guests explained BDSM to me in this manner. Okay, so if you imagine there's like a sub and a dom. A dom is someone who exerts force and control. A sub is someone who receives it. Okay, Mm -hmm. so a sub is someone who will draw a picture. Okay, now a dom is someone who gets to color in that picture however it is they want with whatever kinds of markers, use whatever kinds of colors, but they cannot go outside of those lines. That's a good explanation. It is a yes, good explanation. Nice because analogy. the sub sets the rules. Mm-hmm. So even though the dom is the one that's in control, that they also have a responsibility to make the sub feel safe and make sure that they are the ones that have can fully sort of express the range of emotions that they're trying to get out of the experience. Okay? Mm-hmm. This movie shits on all of that. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> now... Quick question. Sure. Is this like a, a build-up, or was it shitting on the idea from the very beginning, from the first movie? Yeah, I haven't seen it, so is it, sh- yeah. Are all three movies shitting on it, or is this one particularly shitty? It has aspects of what you could find in certain subdom relationships, but it misses the part of the fact that this is supposed to be, even though Christian is supposed to be in charge, technically, it's supposed to be led by Anastasia. However, what Christian has done is map out all these things that he wants to do to control his life and romantic relationships, and he's trying to fit her into that. Right. Without really having her understand all of what could encompass that, all of that's not okay. Also, it seems as though he's trying to work through his abandonment and abuse multiple abuse all of that through these things which is not really recommended in bdsm setting at least in the way that he's doing it but he has enough money and access control and privilege to do all those things and no one's there to question him i mean she doesn't seem to question it she from time can't. to time she does but she's like no yeah because if you want to get to the place where you feel comfortable enough to surrender all of yourself that is still a choice that mm-hmm. is still agency you are making a choice to surrender yourself to whatever it is that your dom has in in front of you but there are also limits Right. She does not really exercise a lot of that. She does outside of the relationship, and that's supposed to make you feel like she is on at least somewhat equal footing or trying to like be at the same level, but that's not really what it's about. If she wants to be a sub and just like let him make all the decisions, then that needs to be her decision to do that. Right. And I feel like even up in... It's only at the very, 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 very end, after she's had a knife up to her neck, after (laughs) she's been kicked in the stomach while she's been pregnant, after she has had one of his previous exes come and stalk her, after she's been stalked by him, after all of that, that's when it starts to become something resembling... A healthy consensual relationship. It was that was that's their, not okay. That was their no. that was their journey. <laughs> they walked through fire together. Now that's all that. But to answer your overall question, if this is a cash grab, I would like to uh, introduce this audiovisual element. 
So, in lieu of actually being able to, you know, let you see these things, I'm going to have you describe what it is that you're seeing. Is that... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, I like uh, being able to participate. New segment on the podcast. Rachel, say what you see. <laughs> Josh, will you uh, read to me what this, this here says? Uh, describe what it is that you're seeing. Limited. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bottle of, of, of uh, clothes detergent. Mm-hmm. And it says, limited edition. Flirty shades of surf with sensual oils spelled like scent, like the smell scent. Mm-hmm. Can you describe what else you're, you're seeing there? All of this? It looks to be, it looks to be some sort of velvet sheet mm-hmm. and going to a butterfly. Oh, and there's handcuffs on the S and surf. Yeah, yeah. God damn it, surf. Okay. Uh, what happened, Beaver Brothers? Rachel, will you describe to me what it is that you're seeing here? Oh, no. It's a onesie. And what does it say on it? No, it says nine months ago, Mommy read Fifty Shades of Grey. Gross. Okay. Oh. Uh, in addition to that, um, no. lovehoney.co.uk has a... The official line of the Fifty Shades of Grey Pleasure Collection, which includes over 80 products, most of which have been seen in all three movies. Uh, Now, my question (laughs) is, is there a tie-in or is this just BDSM uh, equipment providers going like, holy shit, Fifty Shades of Grey is a phenomenon. We better cash in. I'm glad you asked. (laughs) So, uh, I've selected some of the ones that I felt had uh, particularly grabbing names. So, we have the Fifty Shades of Grey Feel It Baby cock ring. Oh. The Fifty Shades of Grey Again and Again Adjustable Cock Ring. No singer powder. Nice. The Fifty Shades of Grey. I thought it was a bolo tie. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Yeah. The Fifty Shades of Grey Greedy Girl G Spot Rechargeable Rabbit Vibrator. Oh, I just a home's not a home without one. Yeah. Uh, in addition, we have the Fifty Shades of Grey Party Game. Uh, yeah. What kind of is party? Is it a is key that? party? <laughs> Are there it quaaludes is, involved? It is not. I read some of the Amazon reviews. It's basically like you get together and you ask your friends, like, who in this group? is the most likely to join the Mile High Club. Oh. Is that kind of shit? Yay, fun. Hey, who wants to make this already <laughs> awkward event even more awkward? I got a video. It's a great board game. And then all your friends die inside. And there is also, I found a line of Fifty Shades of Grey official merchandise. Fingernail polish? What? Now... <laughs> These are not the real names. Someone uh, cleverly went online and gave these names. Will you will you read these off? Hardware store murder kit. <laughs> oh, I remember that scene. Yeah. yeah. Who could forget? Yeah. Red room of bad BDSM. <laughs> I'll yeah. say. The total the totally avoidable sub drop blues. <laughs> I buy you a car. So you basically have to. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. This fucking guy. <laughs> Seattle Strangler Grip. 
If I may, really that quick. That person needs that job. <laughs> yes. If I may, really quick, what mm-hmm. what does sort of disturb me about their entire relationship from beginning to end is yeah. that it seems like Christian, in the, in the first film, when they first meet, he says this thing about, I know people. I understand people. I know how to manipulate them and get basically what I want from them. And then he proceeds to do that with Anastasia. Like, he mm-hmm. basically just... he in a way brainwashes her and tricks her feeble tiny little <laughs> mind and just brainwashes her into basically b- being his wife and and his you know his sub when maybe that wasn't fully what she wanted to do but he made her think that it was i don't know it's very it bothers me a lot because you know like you're saying and the lesson. movie posits that that's not actually what he wants either he wants someone who can indulge some of his more kinkier pursuits, but also challenges him a little bit. And if this were a smarter movie, I think that that would be an interesting process to see someone who has a very rigid way of uh, interacting with the world and then learning that, okay, I'm in a way being emotionally open was as scary for him as, you know, spanking and nipple clamps were for Anastasia. Mm. They didn't do that. Right. That's not what this is. This is not a character study. This is not yeah. a, a script that was made by people who understand how people work. Yeah, this that, is not something that was interested in character growth or progression. This yeah, is, that would be an arc, and, and audiences don't like that. Yeah, this is a movie that uh, has a soundtrack that has earned it by the weekend, which was released and peaked at number three on the U.S. Billboard. <clears throat> Oscar nominated The weekend. Thank you. Yeah. And no also included Ellie Goulding's Love Me Like You Do, which freaking, was released as the second single. Freaking hate that song. And it reached number one on the national charts of 16 countries, including the UK. And peaked at number uh, three on the Hot 100. So uh, this movie made buku money. It had songs by Sia. It had a song by Beyonce. Yeah. And this was like... This was during the like this is during the time when Beyonce could like do what she wants uh, in in terms of artistry, but she was like, yeah, I'm gonna add, this, add something yeah. to this. Like, like she, she, she rewrote did, yeah. a Beyonce song. Yeah, for the, this movie, I can't remember which one it was, but it I can't it was either. it was sort of remixed and put into one of the the love scenes. It didn't yeah. fit very well. But then like and that was. Is that the same time around Lemonade? Because, yeah, that's when she was like... Uh, it was before Lemonade. Oh, okay. Was it Single Ladies? Put a cock ring on it. Put a cock ring on it. Put a cock ring on it. Get out. <laughs> oh, wait. I sang it at the wrong part. God damn it. <laughs> I, um... If you like it, then you should have put a cock ring on it. <laughs> that was perfect. We'll use that one. Anyways, uh, so Josh won't be returning. <laughs> it's my it's my send off show, everybody. Well, that that was wow. your swan song. Thanks a lot. It's been something. I want to say, in addition to watching the first two movies, I also watched the first movie with someone who identified as as someone who was within the BDSM community, and I did some more research, and I feel like. Do you think this... that that person mm-hmm. would find this movie up? Cash grab. You know what's uh, interesting? When I when I was taking notes and he was like stopping and we were having conversations in between the scenes, he kept uh, using the, the phrase, mm, 
I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to quali- quantify all this. This is like in a very like heteronormative context, but he kept saying like, this is girl porn. After he said it five times, I was like, I need to kind of understand what it is that you mean by that. And he was like, this is the sort of thing that I would send to someone that I'm interested in who is a sub. He, he's a dom. Mm-hmm. And it, this is the sort of thing I would send to someone who was a sub that um, would say like, this is like the kind of thing that I want to do to you. And you get to, then the point is for the sub to imagine that they are in uh, Anastasia's place. Right. But Christian Grey money, because <laughs> that's going to change things a lot. The names have been changed to... Uh, Protect the innocent. Yes. But uh, there's a certain level of access he he's someone who's been at this a while and has um has practiced and what he can't provide an airplane and helicopter rides he can make up for with dirty talk and knowledge of rope ties yeah never mind (laughs) (laughs) josh come back in (laughs) we'll just keep this train rolling all right Yes, you won't be sorry until the next <laughs> stupid thing I say. But yes, but throughout this whole context, I, I, I've i actually learned a lot more uh, about my own self and like how I interact with people in relationships and I've learned some thoughts about how I want to like interact as going forward. And so this has been a really eye-opening and growing experience for me. And I do not think that I uh, originally thought that I could get anything out of these movies, mm-hmm. but I made it something forced it yeah i forced it into something that i could grow and learn from and i have well you've heard it three out of three <laughs> cash grab but watch it you might grow and learn no 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 <laughs> i i grew and learned he grew and learned for you yes this this is i, I, I have uh taken this you've, cross you've done that labor for them yes or not even a cross this is like a this is like a like an x bridge <laughs> and I'm, I'm doing this for for the people so that you don't have to i don't recommend that anyone watch any part of this movies at all unless you really know what you're doing and you can get something out of it or you know that it will elicit some response that is positive in someone else that you want otherwise stay clear it is trash they stretched one movie's worth of plot over three and they made a lot of money off of it. I can't believe this movie was over two hours. Just like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Stop talking. <laughs> In the second movie, I watched the two lead people play a game of pool in real time. Oh my God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Serenity now. Somebody scratches a ball, it goes flying, they're like, whoop, gotta go get it. It's about 35 seconds. <laughs> Where did it go? Oh, it's under the table. I got it. Well, thanks for joining us on this brutal experience. If you said red at any point, then we completely understand. Oh, yeah. I was yellowing the whole time. <laughs> Wait a minute. We're freezing. No. What does that mean? Were I'm... you pissing? No. <laughs> no. Josh wasn't paying attention at all. I just didn't know that yellow had become a verb. Yeah. I was yellowing, dog. I'm doing don't, it. Don't even Anyways, worry. Anyways, from our damp vaginas to yours, <laughs> thanks, thank you for joining us. <laughs> we don't know what we'll be reviewing next time. Hey, maybe kindergarten cup. I feel like I'm the only one on board with that. We'll confab with the team. Mm. (laughs) Follow us on Twitter at Cash Grab Cinema. We'll see you next time.
Thanks Trey, for, thanks for coming back, by the way. Thanks, Trey. Shout out to Burrito, who was a real good sport about all of this. Oh, he was not. <laughs> <laughs>